Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. An incredible final finished off with Novak Djokovic winning the Cincinnati Masters from a losing position, defeating Carlos Alcaraz in three sets and leveling the head-to-head at two apiece. What an amazing final. I mean, it's super late here in the UK, but I just felt I had to give you my reaction. It was exciting. It was one of the best matches I've watched live for quite some time, it has to be said. And we got Jose Morgado in saying, what a match. Novak Djokovic comes back from 4-2 down in the second set, saves a match point in the first tiebreak and beats the number one Carlos Alcaraz 5-7, 7-6, 7-6 in three hours, 50 minutes to win Cincinnati for the third time. His 39th Masters 1000, that's his record, and his 95th singles title, only behind Connors and Federer. And what an amazing performance. I mean, words don't even put this into uh, any sort of context, how good this match was. It sort of had everything. Djokovic was ahead of break in the first set. And then Alcalaz came back. We had some odd uh, calls coming from just like uh, the actual the the machine, the technology. There was a fault called during one of the rallies, which came out of nowhere. Don't know what happened. That that's something I've never seen before. So technology proving that's not uh, without its errors. And we had Djokovic up a break in the first set. And I'll just take you to the first set here. Uh, he was up 4-2. And then Carlos Alcaraz started to come back. He looked like he was the fitter of the two. Djokovic really struggling with the heat at the beginning of the match. The, the court was sort of split in two, just down the middle. There was one half of the court in full sun, the other half of the court in full shade, right on the along the net line. Djokovic, every time he went for a changeover, he sat in the shade. Alcaraz sat in the sun, but Djokovic was, you could see, he was definitely, it was destroying him. The the heat, it was around 35 to 38 degrees Celsius. So, so hot. And every time he went to the changeover, he had an ice pack all on his face. It, it gave me shades of Rafael Nadal versus Chapo at the Australian Open. He said that he was feeling heat stroke. They took his uh, his pulse, like his blood pressure. I, I thought 
is he is he going to make it until the sun disappears? And that's what he was ultimately trying to do. I mean, he lost that first set. Credit to Carlos Alcalaz. He came back from 4-2 down, won that. The second set, that's when it all became a bit touch and go with, with the heat. I mean, he served three double faults in a row, which I don't think I've ever seen Djokovic do, and was looking a bit shaky, a bit wobbly on the court, almost like a bit faint, I think. And when he sat down at the changeover, um, that's when they had to take the take the pulse, like got medic, um, like medical people, officials on the court as well. It was crazy. I, I was. I was thinking, but this is an exciting match which could be ruined by Novak Djokovic just having heat stroke, potentially. But Carlos Alcaraz was handling the heat so much better. The shade was moving across the court. And somehow, Djokovic managed to find a little bit of a flow state. His, his first serve wasn't really there today. It was just, just it was around 50%. It was around 60% wasn't finding it in big moments and then the odd game he would have a good service game but it was touch and go and Alcalaz just gets everything back such an amazing tennis player so young so amazing and him and Djokovic on the tennis court is one of the best things I think you'll watch if you're a tennis fan even if you're not a tennis fan that will turn you into one it was that good like the level of rallies I mean Djokovic even admits in his post-match speech when he said some of the games were not that great, but that's just the the level in the match was so high that there were just some dips, there were some peaks, and both players had their moments. And, well, Carlos Alcaraz had one championship point at the end of the second set in the tie-break. It was saved. And then Djokovic went on to take the, the second set. And as soon as he took that second set, we just knew we were in for a thrilling third set. The fact that as soon as we got to the third set, the, the shade had nearly fully covered the court. I thought this has surely got to benefit Novak if he's suffering with the heat. And I think it did a little bit, but he's still not. Uh, immune to the nerves because he was up in uh, this final set as well he was up the break and he couldn't he couldn't get it done unfortunately he was up you can see 5-3 and then Alcalaz was serving he had match points there Alcalaz or championship points sorry and Alcalaz saved them and then he had championship points on his serve as well so Four championship points, and then he got broken. And then Alcaraz somehow held serve after saving four break points. And then Djokovic with a nice, comfortable service game. It was almost like when Alcaraz finally held that service game, it was like a, he felt it felt like a match-winning hold. That's what it felt like. He held his fist aloft and. It was almost like relief. And when he came out for the next service game, Djokovic won it so easily. I think that was a sign going into the tiebreak, to be honest. And, yeah, the, that was all she wrote because Djokovic took his chance when he had to. And then as soon as, it, as, soon as he got to 5-4 with the mini break, he had 
the opportunity. It was uh, it was brilliant. I mean, seven four was the final uh, final score. I thought that he played fantastically well, and it just goes to show: doesn't matter how old you are, you can still mix it with the best if you put your mind to it. Djokovic could have had all the chances to give up in this match if he really wanted to, and he would never give up on himself and this dream that he's living. I mean, a 39th Masters title. This is what he said after the match. He said, crazy. Honestly, I don't know what else I can say. Tough to describe. Definitely one of the toughest matches I've played in my life, regardless what tournament category, level, or what player. It's unbelievable. From beginning uh, till the end, we both went through so much. Ups and downs, highs and lows, incredible points, poor games, heat stroke, coming back. Overall, one of the toughest and most exciting matches I've ever been a part of. There are uh, these kind of moments and matches uh, I will continue to work for day in, day out. Uh, I was never in doubt I could deliver the A game when it mattered most. I'm just thrilled. And when you see how much it means to him, even at this point in his career, when he's already won Cincinnati twice, he's won 38 Masters before, but he still pushes his body to the absolute limit to go and get another title and keep setting records it's amazing and what a video Uh, 23 majors most weeks at number one most masters 1000 ever and look what it means and after the match he a big roar he ripped the shirt that he was wearing he threw his racket into the crowd as well for them to have a lovely souvenir and I'm sure that we'll, it won't be the last time that we'll be seeing Novak Djokovic celebrating. And this is what he had to say to Carlos Alco as well. He said, boy, you never give up, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and the crowd laughed. And Alco said, Spaniards never die. <laughs> and Djokovic said, I've heard this before. I've experienced this before. Uh, and good to see them both in the good spirits. Carlos Alcaraz. Also, a little bit of a tearful one, speaking uh, to his brother as well that was in his box. And Djokovic wishing his own brother happy birthday. What a great birthday present for the family it was. But that's my post-match reaction. Let me know what you thought of the match. Was it your number one match of the year? Does this even surpass the Wimbledon final? I mean, it felt it had Grand Slam vibes for me, this match. And I... I thought it was incredible. Three hours, 50 minutes, the longest match in Cincinnati history. And I'm all for it. I hope these two meet again at the US Open. Let me know your thoughts in the comments section. Hit a like, subscribe, and join us all this week for more tennis action. Podcast Network.